This video is brought to you by Nebula. Today, Ukraine replaces its defense minister. Romania denies claims that a Russian drone hit its territory. Vanuatu ousts its prime minister. And Japan looks to dissolve a controversial religious group. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Monday the 4th of September 2023. On Sunday, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky made clear that he plans to replace his defence minister, Oleksiy Reznikov, in what could well be his biggest reshuffle since the start of the war in Ukraine in February of last year. Speaking about the change, Zelensky said that he plans to replace Reznikov with Rustem Umarov. Umarov is currently in charge of privatisation. Zelensky added that Oleski Reznikov has gone through more than 550 days of full-scale war. I believe that the ministry needs new approaches and other formats of interaction with both the military and society at large. Autumn is a time for strengthening. Right now, Zelensky is asking Parliament to approve Umarov. This reshuffle comes in the wake of a series of corruption scandals levelled against the Defence Ministry. As part of these scandals, the Ministry is accused of inflating food prices for the army and inflating the costs of military jackets. While some suspect that this may be the reason behind the reshuffle, Zelensky himself did not make reference to this in his statement. It should be pointed out that while the defence minister is in charge of procuring weaponry and mobilising troops, Ukraine's armed forces operate independently from the defence ministry. The presumed new defence minister was previously a successful businessman and, since September 2022, has served as the head of an agency that auctions off assets and manages government-owned factories and properties. This reshuffle appears to be happening at the same time as Russian President Vladimir Putin is meeting with Turkish President Recep Erdogan. This meeting was an attempt by Erdogan to get Putin to agree to another Ukraine grain deal. Russia quit this deal in July. The deal was originally agreed to earlier in the war, after being brokered by the United Nations and Turkey in an attempt to keep grain flowing out of embattled Ukraine. We'll update you on this if anything further is agreed to. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Romania has denied claims from Ukraine that a Russian drone hit Romanian territory overnight on Sunday. Ukraine's foreign ministry spokesperson wrote on Facebook that, according to Ukraine's state border guard service, last night during a massive Russian attack near the port of Ismail, Russian shahheds fell and detonated on the territory of Romania. However, the Defence Ministry of Romania, which is a NATO member state, released a statement firmly denying the claim, adding that the ministry monitors in real time the Russian drone attacks on the Ukrainian ports, which sit just across the river Danube from Romania. The statement goes on to say that at no time did the Russian attack pose direct military threats to our national territory or Romania's territorial water. Ukraine's ports on the Danube have become the main route out of Ukraine for exports of grain and agricultural produce after Russia withdrew from the UN-backed Black Sea grain deal earlier this summer. As such, the ports of Ismail and Reni have become the targets of Russian attacks. So that's the news from Romania and Ukraine. Let's move and discuss what's been happening in Vanuatu. 
The Prime Minister of the Pacific Island nation of Vanuatu has been removed by a parliamentary no-confidence vote amid a geopolitical rivalry between China and the US and its allies. The Vanuatan parliament elected former Prime Minister Sato Kilman as the country's new Prime Minister in a 27-23 secret ballot, replacing Ishmael Kalsakau. Kalsakau's downfall comes amid a political crisis sparked by his signing of a security pact with nearby Australia, which opposition parties say compromises Vanuatu's neutral status and puts at risk the significant development aid and assistance received from China. Sato Kilman, the new Prime Minister, served a previous stint in office from 2010 to 2016, during which in 2015 he went to China and met with President Xi Jinping to develop closer ties. The Pacific region has become a major geopolitical battleground between China and the US, alongside its allies like Australia and France. China recently signed a security pact with the Solomon Islands, raising fears among US allies that they were losing influence. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken toured Pacific Island nations this summer to boost diplomatic links, including signing a cooperation agreement with Papua New Guinea. Meanwhile, French President Emmanuel Macron also visited the region and in Vanuatu warned against a new imperialism in the Pacific, with his comments assumed to be a reference to China. The Japanese government may seek a court order to dissolve the Unification Church, an influential religious organisation which has come under recent scrutiny for its practices and close ties to Japanese politics. The Kyodo News Agency cited a government source who said the government could be subject to a court order to disband as soon as next month, following the completion of an investigation into the church's questionable fundraising activities. One Japanese newspaper, Ashai Shimbun, quoted a source as saying the church had carried out vicious, organised and continued activities, outweighing arguments of freedom of religion. The renewed public attention on the Unification Church came after the assassination of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe last year. The suspect told police that his family had been bankrupted due to his vulnerable mother's donations to the church, and that he blamed Abe for promoting it. As a result, this generated questions over the close ties between the church and members of Japan's ruling Liberal Democratic Party. Prime Minister Fumio Kishida has been trying to quell this criticism, including by reshuffling his cabinet and enacting a law to restrict malicious donation solicitations by religious groups. The Unification Church was founded in South Korea in 1954 by self-proclaimed messiah Sun Myung Moon, and as such the church's followers are known as Moonies. It has a worldwide presence, but particularly in South Korea and Japan. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss South Africa's rooftop solar boom. Speaking about the increase in solar panels on roofs in the country, energy expert Anton Erbhard explained that he crunched the numbers and found that solar capacity increased from 983 megawatts in March 2022 to 4,412 megawatts in June 2023. This is an increase of 349% in just over a year. This follows a government scheme which encourages the uptake of rooftop solar panels. In essence, the government will allow people to reclaim 25% of the cost of the panels via a government rebate. On the topic of Shinzo Abe's assassination, there's also the matter of political assassinations more generally, which we actually discussed in the daily discussion. There, myself and Rory sat down to talk about the intricacies of the history of these kind of assassinations to help us better understand what's really going on. 
In fact, we release these daily discussions, <laughs> well, daily, covering a huge variety of topics in a more analytical and detailed way than is possible in these main videos. The entire series is available exclusively on our streaming service Nebula. If you've been thinking about signing up, then I have some good news. For a limited time, we're offering lifetime memberships. Yep, if you sign up for a lifetime membership, you get access for as long as both you and Nebula exist. Plus, you're also funding new original content from your favourite creators. In fact, if you sign up using our link, then a third of that money goes straight to us, and the rest goes into the pool to develop new Nebula originals with bigger budgets and better production. Now, it's clearly a lot of money, and honestly, the best value plan is still the annual one. But if you really want to support independent creators and help us make even bigger projects, then this is the best option. Again, do make sure you use our link so that they know that you're supporting TLDR. And also, this offer only lasts until the end of the month, with no guarantee it'll ever be offered again. So, if you're interested, this is your opportunity. Anyway, thanks for your support and for signing up to Nebula.